let's play a game. All right. On the count of three, name your favorite dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Just name it. Ready? One, two, three. Velociraptor. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. This is the Karate in the Garage podcast with Mason Merrill and Weston Toth. Welcome back to another edition of the Karate in the Garage podcast. I'm your host, Mason Merrill, and with me again today is my co-host, Weston Toth. How's it going, man? How are you doing, you beautiful flesh of a man? I'm doing pretty good. I am uh, hanging in there. Yeah, I'm trying not to get sick this week, so <laughs> if I uh, have to step away from the mic or cough, I will definitely edit that out. <laughs> yeah, man, you um, where'd you get it from? Just... Well, my kiddo's been sick, so and then it's been like up and down weather where we're at right now, so I'm trying to ward it off. It was it's like close to like uh sixty today, but it's been like, you know, in the twenties earlier in the week, so <laughs> uh, very nice. Yeah, dude. Like it is definitely the season of people getting sick, so understand, yeah, man. Take care real. of yourself. I'm drinking some hot well, it's not hot anymore, but I was drinking some ketone raspberry hot tea myself to make sure i got all the good things in my life nice i have a little uh nobility um cold black mint tea here that i'm actually drinking so it's a tea day apparently on the podcast <laughs> but this is exactly why you're sick is because it's not hot tea yeah that's true i do drink hot tea like every night though you know just like chilling out so i mean your wife is you know Asian, She's so. A, <laughs> I guess Asian people <laughs> drink a lot of tea. I don't know. Uh, I mean, yeah, and English no. people and, like, everyone else except Americans, but, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> it, she makes, like, really good tea, though. There's, like, the citron or, like, yeah, you know, I, I'll have the basics, like, chamomile and stuff a lot, but, like, it's, like, the citron tea. It's really good. It's, like, Man, made from orange peel. <laughs> don't be, like, just making up these fancy words for citrus, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what they called it anyway. That's what they told me it was called. <laughs> oh, cool. Anyway, um, so the game, the gauntlet chose for us was last week, if you listen to the podcast, was Earth Defense Force for Super Nintendo. Uh, excuse me, it's Super Earth Defense Force oh, because I'm it was sorry. for Super NES. Yeah, that you know, it's funny because they a lot of people call it Super Earth Defense Force, but on the box are it just says Earth Defense Force, so that's what I'm sticking to. Man, you are totally right. I'm looking at it right now. So, man, <laughs> some someone dropped the marketing right there. Yeah, even in the Wikipedia, it says um, it was later released for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System as Super Earth Defense Force. So I don't know, I don't know what's right and what's wrong here, but we'll just go with. Either will work. <laughs> and, of course, the acronym is E-D. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny. Like, you turn on the game, and it's, like, just flashes E-D. I'm like, what's coming next? Is this, like, a ad for a Viagra commercial or something? <laughs> and it's funny because last letter is F. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if I had E-D, the last thing I would probably think is, oh, F. <laughs> Oh man. oh man, we're going down a dark place. Okay, let's get back on track. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, bringing it back, Earth Defense Force was a game released for the Super Nintendo system on originally in uh, North America on um, in January of 1992, 
uh, but in Japan, October 25th, 1991. Yeah, and it was actually an, a version, or there was a version of an arcade game. Oh my goodness, I'm sorry. Did not my, oh, my phone was on. Uh, there's a version in 91 that came out uh, of this game, but it, was, it wasn't it was exactly the same game uh, as an arcade game, But which makes sense. Just, it felt like an arcade game, realistically. Yeah, no, it did 100%. I mean, the kind of open-ended i feel like as i was playing the game we'll get into it but i like there was so little live lives in the game you know you could die really easily so i was like i'm glad i'm not putting quarters into a machine right now because i'd be a very poor man Dude, that's <laughs> so funny that you say that because i thought the exact same thing i was like they must have made because it was especially if it's for our, an arcade game being hard uh like that was good because it's just eight quarters, but the hardcore people who want to go th- go to the arcade or get better or get a higher score, it was that this was definitely a good game for an arcade, I would imagine, but it would have eaten some quarters. Yep, yep, <clears throat> and okay, so um, yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. So the plot, there was a plot of this game which was not explained <laughs> very well, but the plot of this game, um, it takes place in the equivocal future date of twenty XX. So. Not sure what that means, but um, the Earth is unexpectedly attacked by the mysterious Azima Empire, a space-bound monarchy currently dedicated to eradicating all life on the planet from its flash- flagship orbital satellite buster. Yeah. Um, sounds, pre- sounds pretty intense. It's, it's. I mean, for EDF, it's nothing, but for normal people, <laughs> yeah. it's something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, sure. I mean, I love how there was a plot because it just—I mean, you—it didn't explain any of that. In the yeah, I feel scenes. like back in the day, we we didn't have a physical copy of this game, but I feel like back in the day that these kind of things might have been explained in the booklet that is not really non-existent in video games these days. But they had like a, you know, a legit book that came with the game. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, you know what? That actually is a great point. Um, maybe we should like buy an old game or two, like original boxed and see mm-hmm. if that's really the case. Cause I kind of remember that too. It coming with, um, for instance, like the original, uh, super Mario world had a booklet with it. I know for sure that had like the, the bad guys and like a little backstory on them. And then like what, uh, different items did in the game. If you remember that. Yep, exactly. And they huh. would- they would show like the characters and things like that. So yeah, I think they eliminated that like PlayStation two around that area era. They eliminated it. Well, it just eliminated the, having the book that came with the game. You know? No, no, that they had it in PlayStation two. No, I said like app post oh. PlayStation two. Like yes. When they switched over to PlayStation three type stuff. Yeah. You're, you're probably right there. Cause I remember, yeah, even getting um, like final fantasy 10, Mm-hmm. And uh, there'd be like a nice little booklet in there that you know helps you out a little bit, and and that and was great. Like yeah. I, I feel bad for kids like who buy get games at the store with their parents. I mean, probably most everybody or a lot of people are downloading these days. But like that was the best part of on the way home from the store, you open up the game and read the booklet. You know? Yeah, you know that's that's such a weird thing that we haven't talked about that until now because that was a huge part you you on your ride home you're just like reading this you're trying to get the controls right you're reading about the story you're getting hyped up and then finally when you get home you just know exactly what to do you don't have to um yeah like i guess i mean even like the tutorial was a little bit more so in the book you know what i'm saying yeah definitely i uh 100 agree with that 
Um, so anyway, this game, the genre of the game, back to Earth Defense Force, it was a scrolling shooter. So it was sort of like, I don't know how you felt about it, but it was like, a, it feel, felt like a really advanced version of Galaga to me. Yes. Yeah, very much so. Um, when I played this, I was thinking of like, um, like Meteor or like, um, what's that game for like the PC? It was kind of like where it, like enemies came from. Uh, like I mean, basically, you could shoot enemies from either direction. Whereas, like Galaga, they would like come. Um, they would only come from one side, and then they might loop back around. But you were only mm-hmm. shooting one. Whereas this one, you could move forward in the screen, um, up and down, and then the enemies would go behind you. So you'd have to like kind of rotate all around the screen instead of just like side to side. Yeah. So it was. It yeah, and that made it quite difficult, in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I don't even know if it was the... It wasn't like the mechanics. I've played similar games to this, even newer, or like uh, on mobile and stuff like that. I think it was just it started out at like... Instead of no, like normal games, those are uh, these types of games, like a Galaga or something like this, will start out with, you know, some basic mechanics where you'll get one type of enemy and you'll clear the... clear the You know, basically kind of go through that. They'll be shooting you'll kind of figure out what they do and then it'll go, you know, it'll kind of progress. But this one literally went from zero to 60 within like five or four waves of enemies. And they were all different too. So it's not like you could kind of learn one movement or how they fired or whatever. It just, it was sporadic and difficult. Yeah. Yep. Um, It was, yeah, like you said, it was all over the place and, you know, it's kind of how I saw it. Um, There was a little bit of a leveling system to this game though at some point once you got into it yeah so basically it was um the you just gain experience from enemies defeated and then you got more like newer more powerful versions of the weapons so in the arcade version you like that that was probably the biggest um, takeaway from the arcade to this one there wasn't different weapons you just had one like a galaga Mm -hmm. um with this one you could choose between i think it was eight if i remember correctly yeah, uh, Vulcan laser, atomic homing, explode, S laser, um, grenade, and photon. Right, exactly. So there's uh, all those you could choose from. They all different had different like uh, firing speeds, powers of the actual um, like when you hit the enemies, and mm-hmm. rapid, rapid fire, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it, throughout the game, though, like the weapons, there were certain ones that. Um, kind of recommended they didn't say it in the game but it was like this this weapon will help with this level because of these enemies you know kind of thing so that was kind of a cool uh, little thing you you could think about and oh this weapon will help me get all these guys like for, for instance in the first stage there's just a lot of guys coming at you at once so if you do a homing missile it would home home in on those and like you know beat them pretty easily yeah so uh, it like that's I liked how there was different, um, di- like different weapons. I thought that was like a good addition to the game, obviously. But there was only two combinations that I found that I g- I could actually get super far and, and like start leveling up and into the level in general. Yeah. Um, which was the one that worked best for me was the S laser and the homing. Yeah. So the S laser was just that's where I got, I mean I actually got pretty stinking uh, far like with the S laser and then it, I don't know if you did this too as well but if you pressed um, my controller if you press the the a button like the your two little ships would like kind of um fly around you and they could damage enemies and act like they would fire more as well yeah 
Yeah, exactly. So I'd like it. Yeah, you expand, and then with the S laser, they would be firing as well, and your main ship would be firing. It was it was pretty it was pretty all right. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah, so bad. Well. Um, um, so in the levels, there was always a mid boss, and then there was an end boss, and some of them uh, were pretty easy. Other ones were weren't you know weren't as easy. It, usually, the mid boss, as in with every game you play, is not as hard as the last boss. Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. It yeah. just it ramped up too too fast for me. Yeah. Yeah, it was a hard play, I I have to say. But um let's just go down the line here. Um what um what what was your feeling about the graphics? How'd you think of the just the visual appeal of the game? I thought it was nice. I actually really I like the graphics. I think it like it, it made me feel like I was flying a plane in the sky with the clouds and the, the animations. I thought the they, you know, there's like different lasers for weapons. Uh, it, yeah, it felt good. I, I think the graphics were fine for the game. And in fact, I think it probably was above fine a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. It was uh, it was cool because the, um, you know the 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 levels themselves, you know, it was kind of just like a backdrop. There's nothing a whole lot going on there. But the ship, it had a it had a good amount of detail to it, and the enemies they weren't. While there were a lot of the same enemies, there were a lot of different ones, like different aliens that you blew up as well. <laughs> yeah, there was different um, models of characters depending on. Uh, I think I saw at least eight or ten. Mm-hmm. So, and I obviously, you know, if I would have played it more and more, maybe I could have got farther. But I just died. I think about twenty times, and then I stopped. <laughs> yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, that was but, the same with me. Yeah, graphics. I think were definitely like a a B plus for me. <laughs> yeah, no, I, um, I, I, I would say that's pretty good. That's a pretty good. I'm, you know, probably if we're doing a scale of ten, I give it about a seven or so. Yeah, it was. I think it was definitely you know average to above average, especially for this being ninety two and not like late nineties. Mm-hmm. I think it was good. Yep. Um, as far as the sound goes, uh, I, the sound was just kind of what you'd expect in one of these games. You know. Nothing real, really to write home about, but not it wasn't like annoying to me. Yeah, so I like I, I went through all the music because you could configure all the different mm-hmm. um, ones you l- listen to, and I thought they were like again just a little bit above average. Like it wasn't so repetitive and an, it wasn't annoying. Like all the tunes, whoever wrote them, um, and it wasn't as like polyphonic because sometimes when you know in these these old retro games, it was so like uh, like. I don't know how to like describe it. I guess like uh, like yeah, polyphonic or like the bit um, sounds were mm-hmm. were so like high pitched or that it was just sound. I mean, it just wasn't good. But this mm-hmm. actually had like a little groove to it. I I thought it was above average as well. Yeah, yeah, not not bad. Just a and little bit. Like you said, you know, you could go through and like kind of look at all the songs that were in the game, and there was quite a bit. You know, it was it wasn't just the same thing over and over again. So yeah, I definitely agree with you with uh, being above average on that. Um, as far as the gameplay goes, whether you like this genre or not, you know, uh, this is not my favorite genre of game personally, but, um, whether you like it or not, the gameplay I felt was very smooth. Like there was no kind of glitches to it. it. It all ran really well in my opinion. Completely agree. I think this was a, definitely a, a great step in the right direction from other, um, side scrolling shooters or mm-hmm. any sort of game like this. I think it, it was very responsive um, there was a lot going on on the screen and it didn't slow down or, or glitch out on me as well. I, yeah. yeah, I think it was good. 
Yep. And then the presentation overall, there's really no build up except for you definitely knew the game you were playing just by the opening credits, EDF, <laughs> Earth <Yeah>. Defense Force. <laughs> so, like, uh, there's no build up to the story or whatnot. Like I said, that may have been in the manual, the original manual for it. So, um, you know, that kind of stuff. But as far as the presentation of the game, I felt that the menu was easy to navigate. You knew exactly what was going on once you got into the game um, with the picking the weapons and things like that. Right. Yeah, I, I um go go ahead, sorry. The only thing I thought like in my opinion that it could have done a little better in presentation was just give your you know, give the novice players a little more of a chance going into this game, you know, cuz it like for me, I'm very novice. I was very novice at this game and it just got overly frustrating of keep on on dying, you know. <laughs> and like like it was like you're shot once, here's your shield, you're shot twice, you're dead, you know. So um maybe a little bit more of like a life type system. Yeah. So I completely agree with pretty much everything you said. I thought the overall presentation was nice. It wasn't, it could have you had more or definitely because of like the story that could have been the booklet as well. But um, yeah, I, th- I thought it was better than some other games we've played. Mm-hmm. And like the, like when basically like before you go into battle, you like, you're kind of like in the loading dock and you're choosing your weapon. I liked that. They all look different. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a little bit more ship variety would have been kind of cool. Just like yeah. even one or two more ships. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just like not even a lot. Maybe if, if you had like three to pick from, cause you had eight weapons to pick from. So if we could just had like one different ship that, or maybe even like a ship that was faster or slower, but could hit harder or something like that. I think that'd have been cool. Just a little bit more variety, but, yeah. um, and then I completely agree. I think if it could have just ramped up in difficulty a little bit more uh, later in the game. Yeah, just like have kind of a linear um, difficulty setting instead of going from, again, like zero to 100. If it could go yeah. from like one, two, three, you know, just go up to 10 or go up to 100, you know, do 10% increments of. And then that way, like by the time you got up to, you know, the really hard part, you're kind of broken it the game you're kind of broken into the game mm-hmm. and you feel like a lot more satisfied like satisfied when you go into the super super hard part so um yeah I, I think that was my biggest qualm is it just went too hard too fast and maybe like a couple more ships with the uh, different abilities but wasn't bad yeah yep 100 percent um and then so going to our last category which is we usually do lasting appeal i'm good on this game i don't really think i'll ever play it or feel the need to like hey son you should play this game you know when you're a little bit older uh but yeah i mean i just think i'm done with it you know yeah you know i think i'm probably done with it too but i don't i don't think it i wouldn't i wouldn't say it doesn't have lasting appeal because this is the type of game that you could pick back up because there's not there's no starting or stopping point because it's based it's mm-hmm. this is basically an arcade game rebundled right yeah so if you were like oh man i want to see if i can get a higher you know higher points than you or you maybe just try out a different weapon setup that you could get farther with it def- it has some appeal to go back to it i don't think i'm going to just because mm-hmm. there there's you know there's more to play in the world but mm-hmm. i i don't think it has zero lasting appeal I, I just don't think it's like oh my goodness i can't wait to play this game again yeah, I mean, I guess if you're a big fan of this genre, yeah, great. 
um, in my opinion, I'm not really. So I'm maybe I'm not the right person to judge that kind of thing. But as far as for me, like, <clears throat> you know, there's no like really build up around this game that would make me be like, yeah, I need to play this or download it on my phone or whatever, you know, like it would, it was apparently at one time on the, uh, on the app store, but no, no longer anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I, I, yep. I completely understand like why, where you would uh, come from that. Like I said, I probably am not going to play it again as well, but I do think it has some long-term appeal. Um, if you, like this type of game, I think going back to it, or even if like, if we were in the same state together and we picked it up and one of us got one score to try to beat the other one, I think that would, like I said, in an arcade environment, or if you had a buddy over and you guys were both playing it, I think it does have some appeal to be like, Oh man, you just got a little bit farther than me. Like I'm up, I'm going to beat you this time. So that's where the fun kind of is with it. Yeah, for sure. I think it just like, if you're into, or you know, like that style of like competitiveness, I think it does have some appeal. Not for me right now, but it has a little bit. Yeah. Well, cool. I cool. Uh, I think we covered just like what the game is pretty good there. Um, uh, we just got to – the last thing is an overall ranking of the game out of 10. I'm going to say uh, what what's your – what do you think we should rank this as? Like the what, what should be our item that we rank it with? Oh, dude, how many uh, how many spaceships out of 10? Okay, how many spaceships out of ten? I'm gonna give it a six spaceships out of ten. Man, I think we're. Um, I don't. We normally are pretty close, but I'm gonna give it six too. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, I right think enough. we're. Compl- yeah. I think we hit this one nail on the head. Like it definitely had. It definitely did some good things. It's not a bad game, by any it's means. not a bad game. No, yeah. not at all. Yeah. So it just needed it, some improvements. Yeah, and which I mean, you know, fast forwarding in time, you know, nineteen years they have earth defense force five and i wouldn't buy this game for full price but it looks actually pretty sweet <laughs> it looks pretty oh, really? intense yeah it's just like you've got you're like the humans and you're just fighting the aliens like on there's ground combat there's air combat there's all kinds of uh, just looking at this thing it looks pretty crazy <laughs> it's out for playstation and pc well wow, it, it must be good it got 8.3 out of 10 and they rated yeah. kingdom hearts 8 out of 10 so geez yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Anyway, I might if I see it on sale, I might pick up Earth Defense Force Five and see what that's all about. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So, good on ya. Good on ya, yep. Earth Defense Force. So, moving on. That was a cool game. I think we lucked out with our gauntlet. Uh, with the gauntlet picked for us this week. <laughs> Dude, the gauntlet giveth and the gauntlet taketh. <laughs> I'm scared of the gauntlet. Um, that's why we're not going to use it every week. But <laughs> we'll do it every <laughs> couple weeks, every other week, something like that. But uh, yeah, that we can't good. we can't go down the gauntlet hole again. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Imagine if we had tried to like cram Final Fantasy two, and I think that was your your pick on the gauntlet last week. <laughs> I mean, it, we would just had a like we would have have to do a like an ongoing review where. One, we just kind of talk about what we have played so far and then mm-hmm. <laughs> go for another couple weeks. So it would have to be like one of the long plays that we do. Yeah, which once we're through something like that, um, I think if we did, like we, we review a certain game, uh, if we did get a longer form one, we could just review like a quick game every week and then give an update on where you're at, where I'm at. We're not obviously not going to spoil, have any spoilers for the games, you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah. maybe we can kind of do a longer form game like that and then uh, have like a wrap up episode once we both beat it, you know? 
Yeah. Sounds good. I think that'd be cool. Um, once we get through like Kingdom Hearts and playing, you know, our longer games that we're are taking most of our time right now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, anyway, so as far as this week, I didn't see a whole lot of like news or anything I wanted to talk about. They, um, the Dragon Ball trailer, uh, for the new Project Z that we talked about a little bit last week, it, um, it was, it's just kind of, you know, it just tells the story of Dragon Ball basically, but there's nothing on out on the, the battle system or anything like that, you know, so it's just, uh, yeah, this is going to be an action RPG, and that's all we know about it <laughs> that tells the story of Z, you know. Right. So I'm interested to see more on that, but um, as far as any update on that, I don't really have any. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't too much, like, in gaming that I really want to talk about or just um, comics or movies or anything else like that. So I think we'll we'll just yeah, make this quiet. one a little... Yeah, it's kind of a quiet week. It, um, yeah, just one th- grinding one King Hearts. Yeah, one thing to note that we haven't talked about it, and it happened about a month ago, but uh, the rights for Fantastic Four finally went over back over to Marvel um, mm. from Fox. So um, they're, they they announced like a slew of Fantastic Four like game mo- for games and mobile thing like being added to their mobile games and things like that. So that's kind of neat that that is back there, and they <clears throat> have officially launched a new comic book series for. Um, fantastic four as well hmm, nice that's kind of that'll be a cool one to see how you know the mcu does um fantastic yeah four. if they bring him in or whatnot you know yeah anyway so um since there's no really other news going on uh this week um i guess like what's left to do is just um pick our next game yeah so I'm thinking we'd go super old school with a kind of a Pac-Man-ish game. Yeah. Um, Pac-Man with some twists. It's called Trog for NES. So this is a game that I kind of grew up on. I have not played it in you know, well over 10 years or more. But I think it'll be a fun one to, for us to play together and kind of revisit a game that is pretty ancient. But Yeah, it, yeah. And this game was published by Midway. So they've done a lot of like um, they did Mortal Kombat, they did NBA Jam, NFL Blitz, Pac Man, you know things like that. Rampage, and they're still around, going strong. So this yeah. is where it all began for them. <laughs> exactly. So it's gonna be a, yeah, it's gonna be a good one. I think that we're gonna really enjoy it. And if we don't, then we will we'll see a super fun game <laughs> fall flat on his face. Yeah, and this is one we're gonna try to play together because it's a two play, two player one. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll it'll be cool i'll uh i uh i posted up last week if you if if you looked at our instagram with our with donkey kong i posted up the obviously the box art as i do every time but i post little videos of me taking videos of us playing of me playing um donkey kong so i will do i'm gonna try to do that in the future with all the games um and and uh this one for sure especially when we're playing it together nice very nice i love it Cool, man. Well, uh, Trog it is for NES next week. I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, I am too. I, I think you're going to really like it, especially we can play together. Um, and we will get it done and get get, get the full review, especially at, you know after 20 years the last time I played it or something. So, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that's it for me. Yeah, that's that for me too, man. Hope you have a great week. And uh, thank you, everyone who's listening and following us on all social media.
Yep, and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. As always, only five-star reviews, though. <laughs> yeah, if a one-star review, no, bad. Also, um, we haven't gotten any requests, but we are definitely open to requests for, for games that um, listeners want to hear about. So yes. send it to us. Yeah, we'll love, love a request. Talk to some some listeners and be able to see what they, uh, they want to hear, what they want to review, or what they want to see more of or not hear as much of. Yeah, great. Yep. Love and also, we have been playing Kingdom Hearts. Um, like I said, we're not going to get too much into it on our regular show, but we'll do like a bonus episode of a roundup of everything that's going to include spoilers and things like that. So um, we will definitely be, be uh, hitting, hitting that up once we're both done with it. Yes, yeah. Special episode incoming soon. Well, and, uh, maybe not right soon because it's quite a long thing. Yeah. We're both... Yeah, well, I, I just want to have some time to like beat it and then process it and really think about like, oh, how was that really as the final title, you know, kind of thing. So it'll probably be down the line a little ways. Um, still coming at you too is the uh, Soul of the Dragon that we talked about last week uh, review. We're gonna do that eventually as well. So. Yep, sounds good. All right, man. Well, I will chat with you next week. Until next All right, time. man. Later. Peace. If you'd like to send us a message, you can email us at kitgpodcast at gmail.com or tweet us at kitgpodcast on Twitter.